Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay. All right. We, we're, we're, we're all over the place, and we haven't spent some, enough time talking about the 49ers. We absolutely uh, have. Uh, we're, we're absolutely I – w- I want to talk about Keegan Murray. Uh, I want to talk about because because Mark and and Katie were talking about this yesterday the decision for Mike Brown to leave Keegan Murray in uh, in the Clippers game on Saturday and 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 what that may have done so I, w- I want to talk mm-hmm. Keegan Murray I want to talk about uh, more about De'Aaron Fox uh, as well write down write down for me because I thought I had the notepad in front of me but I don't when we nothing's in front of you in that room <laughs> but a bunch of machines mm-hmm. um, trade just say trade. King's trade. Oh my. Oh, yeah. there's a tease. Yeah. All right. Got it. Um, you're listening to D and KC on KIFM West Sacramento, 98.5 FM KRX QHD2 Sacramento, ESPN 1320, driven by Lashers, Elk Grove Dodge, always live on the free Odyssey app. It is a 49ers Monday brought to you by Gilmore Heating, Air, and Plumbing. You get more with Gilmore and you get more with Brock Purdy. <laughs> He says his name like that. Brock Purdy <laughs> stepped in and gave you a Jimmy Garoppolo game yesterday. Mm. Um, 49ers, hell of a win against the against the Miami Dolphins. Um, the defense continues to be just exceptional. Mm. And I mean, there's so many, there's so many different things to break apart with this game but you pretty much you 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 can't really focus on anything other than the defense and Brock Purdy Mm -hmm. yesterday by itself thought Brock Purdy did very 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 well Mm -hmm. things are going to change now moving forward because he's not stepping in on short notice with a different game plan or anything like that he's the scouted quarterback with Jimmy Garoppolo breaking his foot and being out for the year, um, did the 49ers Super Bowl hopes die yesterday? Um, just off the, like, look, if I'm a impartial observer and I'm looking at the Ravens, so to speak, and they're not even like this situation, but you're down to your third-string quarterback, a right. guy that was the last pick in the NFL draft. I would say there's no way you could you could make – win a Super Bowl, even make a Super Bowl. Maybe now this is just me talking as a 49ers fan, but you, one of the reasons why I feel like they didn't die yesterday is because of what you just said. He gave a Jimmy Garoppolo-like performance. Mm-hmm. This is one of the things I was talking about all summer when people talked about, you know, uh, can, can uh, Trey Lance be better? Jimmy gives you a better opportunity to win right now. I'm like, look, and you know I love Jimmy Garoppolo. You know that's my boy. But the bar wasn't high. Like, it's not this crazy bar that you got to get over 
to give the same production as Jimmy Garoppolo would give. Don't turn the ball over. And that's that's really what it comes down to because Jimmy misses throws. <laughs> Jimmy has bad throws. Jimmy misses wide open guys. So if you can actually execute that, you know, at a, at a, at a certain uh, clip and you don't turn the ball over, then, yeah, you can put up a Jimmy Garoppolo performance. So because of that, and I was listening to our guys on the morning roast, and, and Butcher Boy had a, a great point, of all the the reason why the Niners may still be able to get this done is of all the contenders, they ask the absolute least of their quarterback. Mm. Think about all these other Super Bowl contenders that got out there, and if mm-hmm. they were to lose their quarterback, then, yeah, it's not happening. But that's because – Philly's asking Jalen Hurts to um, initiate the run game and be a, a, a passing quarterback. Eagles look phenomenal yesterday, by the, by the way. Mm, um, Dak Prescott. Our rankings tomorrow. Yeah, man. Dak Prescott is – they're kind of scaling it back a little bit because they trust the run game a little bit more, but he's a big part of what they do. Josh Allen, obviously. Patrick Mahomes, obviously. All these title contenders, they ask so much of their quarterback. The 49ers and Kyle Shanahan – they don't ask that much of Jimmy Garoppolo. And I don't think much is going to change. With I know not much is going to change with what they asked uh, Purdy to do. So that would be the saving grace, I, I would say. I, I, I got you. And that, that makes complete sense. But it, at some point, you've got to have your quarterback perform. Like your quarterback. So I think we talked about this with Jimmy Garoppolo. Correct me if I'm wrong. It might even been Trey. I don't feel like it was Trey. I feel like it was Jimmy Garoppolo because we never really got there with Trey. Hmm. But it was, hey, we know the defense is good. We know the defense is good. We know the defense is good. We know the run game works. This was, you know, way back when Elijah Mitchell was healthy. Actually, no, it wasn't. I think Elijah Mitchell got hurt week one. Mm -hmm. But it was, you know, you've got enough there. And I felt like everyone, Crocky, Butch, Kyle, Chris Biederman at one point or another said, yeah, but at some point your quarterback's going to have to win something for you. And maybe the exact phrasing was at some point your quarterback's going to have to win a game for you. Mm-hmm. Well, where we are in the season, the game that Brock Purdy might have to win is going to be an important game, whether it's an important late regular season game or an important postseason game. Mm-hmm. And what we're really talking about is the postseason here. That's what we're talking about. This team is clearly good enough. To, to, to make the playoffs in the NFC team is, I mean, they're clearly good enough to win the NFC West. And I think they could do that with Brock Purdy. But when we're talking about this 49ers team that goes and gets Christian McCaffrey, that signs Debo Samuel to that contract extension, that's got Fred Warner, that got Nick Bosa tracking to a defensive player of the year nod. We're talking about a championship mm-hmm. or at least playing for a championship and I think when you when you get to the line about yeah, he's a third string quarterback, it's why I'm not terribly against the idea of at least seeing what you got with Baker Mayfield if that opportunity is out there. Look, I I, I you know kind of joke about it a little bit, but I absolutely see the argument into bringing in a guy like Baker. I wouldn't want to honestly. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it, to be honest with you. I think there's other guys sitting at home that you could bring in if that's your concern. You know what I mean? Like, there's other quarterbacks that are not signed 
that you can get that are better and can serve the same purpose as Baker Mayfield. But if they did it, I understand the rationale behind it. But the the thing to Brock Purdy. I don't think they do, by the way, just for the record. I don't think that they do because I do not think that's Kyle Shanahan's style. Mm. I think he very much – I think Kyle's puffing it. Oh, I, I watch this. Y'all got something to say about young Shanny. Watch what I do with Brock Purdy. Oh. Watch what I do with my third string quarterback. Oh, and let, let me, let me, that reminds me. That reminds me. You, hey, people going to say, oh, here it is. I, I don't even know. I don't know where. I think this is it. I think this is it. Yeah. Oh. People are going to say, here I come saving Kyle Shanahan. Mm-hmm. And maybe I am. But I remember all the ridiculous takes that we heard after week two about how Kyle Shanahan had coaching malpractice with running Trey Lance. And he didn't care about Trey Lance. He was going to run him into the ground. And Kyle Shanahan got him hurt. And I remember we played the clip of him in the postgame that game. And he kind of went at, you know, whoever. Because, I mean, that was that was a lot. <laughs> you know, he was like, yo, you need to watch Josh Allen. They do this all the time. Or, you know, watch more football, essentially, is what he hit him with. And he was very defensive about maybe the most defensive we've ever seen Kyle Shanahan. And I also I, don't think he – particularly like that individual who asked the well question. there's that too <laughs> memory serves me correctly there's that too um but i mean it was going everywhere you know from from your your wake up shows the, the radio show kyle shanahan got trey lance hurt it was malpractice yada 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 first of all J- jimmy garoppolo was a pocket pastor broke his foot i thought he had broke his ankle um either way but you know he was in the pocket you know, there was no running play there. There's that. And then, I don't know, Jesse, I don't know if you saw it. If you're like me, you wouldn't have seen the the highlights at all um, from last night. So maybe you didn't see it. Damien, I don't know if you saw it. Did you guys see what happened to Tua on the fumble touchdown? Oh, my God. If if Luckily, nothing happened to him. He's He's fine. He's not hurt or whatever. I can't believe he's not hurt. That was vicious. Bosa comes in, strips the balls, diving at his legs. I think his Embucom comes in from the top and just, they yeah. fold him like, I mean, this yeah. is. Oh, the, and, the, and the only reason we're not talking about, thank God, I don't, I'm glad we're not talking about it in this way is because he didn't get hurt. But that could have been, that's tough to watch. And I know he didn't get hurt. Yeah. So I say all that to say. All that Pilates. <laughs> right. Okay. I say all that to say all the talk. I, I just thought it was so reckless and ridiculous from people who are respected to sit up here and accuse Kyle Shanahan of getting this guy hurt. It's football. It's the game of football. Football is extremely violent. We sat down there on the sidelines at, at the Sac State game, and we saw the way these guys hit, these college guys hit. And we said, <laughs> look, when they invented football, they didn't, they didn't invent it for these guys to play right. like this. This is the game. And that's just something that went through my head really after the Tua play because that was – I don't even want to look at it, and I know he didn't get hurt. Um, but, that you know, I thought it was so out of pocket 
for people to put that on Kyle Shanahan when Trey Lance got hurt. And now Jimmy's hurt, and we see it all the time. The the play where Tua didn't, um, where Bosa got the personal foul for roughing the passer. That was dangerous. You know, and these things happen all all the time, every play. So what's 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 sparking this reaction from you? The Tua play? Yeah, the Tua play kind of hit me because that that could have been. Oh, and and so, to to sum up your your point is it's just football. Yeah. This is this is what Kyle happens. Kyle Shanahan didn't get Trey Lance hurt. Yeah, right. We didn't say that. No. And I think we were pretty adamant from jump. That's a bit ridiculous. Mm-hmm. When you're taking advantage, and I think it, I think that's what what when I started my backing of Kyle Shanahan, which I feel like I've done a lot this year. It's your boy. I, it very well may be because it was like, isn't that what you drafted him for? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't this isn't this what you like? This isn't this what you need in your offense? Like, how, how are you taking advantage of his skill set and getting him hurt? I don't I don't quite understand. Um, that was a rant. And, Thank you for letting me rant, but that's all that was. But we can get back to the game. But well, no, um, it, it was it's it it, it 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 was all part of the game. And the fact is, a second starting quarterback uh, went out injured. I think. It is football, but man, it feels like this this version of the 49ers team over the last couple of years, they suffer massive injuries mm-hmm. on the regular. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't know that there's any warm-up routine that Jimmy Garoppolo could have done that would have resulted in his foot not being broken, but man, it it feels like this team suffers catastrophic injuries regularly yeah man yeah I, it's just it's tough it's tough i tell my, my buddy all the time man i hate football <laughs> i hate football yeah. man i can't ever yeah. just go, go out there with with the team that's been assembled and just play somebody yep. always got to get hurt and obviously i'm just a fan watch i feel bad for these guys who you know continue to go down um and i feel I, I feel bad for jimmy yeah. like jimmy's season's over his career with the 49ers might be over he had a very real opportunity to set himself up for a massive 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 payday mm-hmm. this offseason and i don't see how that happens now what do like, you think do, why do you think like that happened Russell lost a lot of money yesterday why, why do you why do you think it doesn't happen now because i think there's always probably a week to week Prove it with Jimmy. Prove, Jimmy's got to show me. Jimmy's got to show me some that he can lead a team. Yeah. I, th- I and, don't. I don't and, think the contract should and, change. I don't think it should change. Number one, he's shown that he can lead a team. The proof is it, in the, in the in the numbers that the no winning one, numbers. No one's going to believe it. It, the, it. it has to be the last thing you see. Well, whatever whatever he's going to get, I don't think it's going to change. Because Jimmy is who he is, and well, and that that's clear. for better What's or for the, worse. What, what do you what do you think he's going to get? I'm not sure because because this is also confirmation of everything that we've said for the last three years, or at least I have. You can't rely on him to play a whole a whole season. He's going to get hurt. That's why they went with Trey Lance. Right. I saw him finishing this year getting a contract in the vicinity of a hundred million dollars. Mm. Mm. 
if this team if this team went to the Super Bowl or the NFC Championship or if they yeah. succeeded with him, I think it would have narrowed his market a little bit because someone would have said, "Yo, if we've got the right defense and a couple of playmakers here." He hadn't turned the ball, you know. He had been he had been really good in terms of protecting the ball mm-hmm. recently. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll we'll step out. We'll come back. I need to know about this Kings trade that's that's sitting in your well, head. I mean, I'm just I I got a question to ask. You told me to write it down. Yeah, I wrote it's a, a trade. And I got a question. To trade. Ask. I'm gonna bring up Kings trade. <laughs> Want to talk about Keegan Murray as well? Uh, we'll give the Raiders some love. We'll touch on some of the other things uh, that, that that happened in the NFL. Uh, James Ham is going to join us in 45 minutes, so we got a we got a lot we got to do here. I, I, and I need your opinion on Brock Purdy and what he did yesterday. Yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. So we're going to get all this done here. We got plenty of time. It's Dilo and KC here on Sacramento Sports Leader. Plus, we got Kings tickets. CSPN 1320. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. No, back to D-Lo and KC. D-Lo and KC on ESPN 1320. I'll finish that off because Damien doesn't know when we're coming back. So so I get to sneak in here. I, I just heard the rejoiner, man. What, what are you talking about? I can, I can sneak in here and say there are, there are no stars in the UFC that are bigger than Tank and Ryan. You're not UFC. sneaking this in. Like You're just saying it. There's no there's no bigger stars in the UFC bigger than Tank and Ryan Garcia. Okay. That sounds right, yeah. That's that's fine. Uh there's a there's a lot of stuff that happened this weekend that we didn't get the opportunity and we aren't going to get the opportunity to discuss today because we've got uh Kings tickets that we're giving away one hour from right now. The 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 Kings in Washington. 
<laughs> take on the whole district of Columbia. And um, we've got those tickets coming up in, in, in an hour. We got James Ham said to join us uh, in about 40 minutes. Um, we're not going to get an opportunity to attack the college football playoff uh, today. We will tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, Coach David Patrick is going to join us. And we got to talk about Deion Sanders as well. Coach so we're going to dive into all of those things tomorrow. Uh, but we're coming off a weekend where the Kings win a couple of games. The San Francisco 49ers, uh, they win again. I think this is their fifth straight. Of course, they lose uh, they lose uh, 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 Jimmy Garoppolo for the season. Before we, d- d- you know, and, and I, I, Keegan Murray, De'Aaron Fox, your this Kings trade. These are these are these are all things that I I, I want to get to. But as we kind of wrap things up on the 49ers, how did you think Brock did yesterday? I thought Brock did really well. I really did. Like, and I I was critical of him, critical of people um, in the in the in the preseason who were like, yo, I kind of like this guy Brock Purdy, and I was Brock Purdy. No, wasn't impressed. And to be fair, he didn't do anything bad in the preseason, but I didn't see anything that made me be like, yo, I want to see more from this guy. Um, he was just kind of there. And, you know, that's, I think I have a tweet at the when it, one of his first drives where I was like, yo, his arm strength is already in question. Like, looked like he was throwing soft out there. Somebody brought up a good point. I wish I remember who it was. It was like, ah, like he doesn't have a strong arm, but I think it's more of a fact that he's throwing the ball late uh, more than anything. And as the game went along and he got more comfortable, he made some really good throws. He made mm-hmm. some really good throws. That that drive at the end of the half uh, to get them into the end zone, man, he made some big-time throws in, in that one. I, I am interested in Purdy. I'm not going to just completely write off everything that comes with him as far as like – like I said, if I was just on the outside looking in and talking about Brian, I was like, yo, the last pick of the draft – third stringer like I'm not gonna just act like that doesn't matter but I will go off of what I saw and that's all I can go off of. I don't know if he's gonna be able to play like that or if it's gonna be way worse moving forward if he plays better I don't know but if he play if he plays like he played yesterday they can win a Super Bowl I will say tell you that is he capable of doing that I don't know but if he plays the way he played yesterday 49ers absolutely can still win a Super Bowl he looked really comfortable yesterday, which is, you know, probably the most positive thing I can I can say about him. He looked really, really comfortable and he fit seamlessly. Like it it worked. It didn't even look like there was a drop off. Mm-hmm. I wonder how different it'll be next week. When like I don't and I I have never been in this situation, but I'm gonna guess he didn't even have time to get nervous. It was like Jimmy's down. Oh. Oh, oh, Jimmy's like down, down. Hey, get your helmet. Go throw the ball three times to somebody and mm-hmm. and run in because we need you right now. Mm-hmm. You don't even have time to be worried at that point. You you you've got to run out there. You got to play football. You got to remember the calls. You got to you're 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 in the flow of a game already. Now, now you got press conferences. You've got practice. You've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers game planning for you. Like you you now all of the nerves that you didn't feel that perhaps made you really comfortable in that moment, those have an opportunity to build up. Mm-hmm. And I feel, I don't think he's going to start that Tampa Bay game the same way he started this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he could settle in and, and, and play the same way that he played. And I, I agree with you 
I agree with you. If 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 that 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 was a Jimmy Garoppolo game yesterday, that's a Jimmy Garoppolo stat line. That's uh, and I think this is your your morning roast line. You're not, or, or uh, you know, a variation of it. Kansas City loses Patrick Mahomes. It's over because mm-hmm. there's no one you can find who could come in and throw for 350, 400 yards on the regular with four touchdowns. Yeah. No one else can do that. No one's going to command the respect that 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 Patrick Mahomes has. You could say something similar about Josh Allen. You lose Lamar Jackson, which the Baltimore Ravens may very well have. Damn. You know, it's it 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 completely throws everything into flux. With Jimmy, it was like, hey Jimmy, just you know, don't throw it to the other team. Mm-hmm. Play composed, play within yourself. You do the same thing with Brock Purdy again, and I think it's an insult to Jimmy Garoppolo to think that Brock Purdy can do that. By the way, hmm. Brock Purdy's a third string quarterback for a reason, and so if he can do that on a week to week basis, you're right. The thing is, I don't think he can. Just based off off of his He's credentials a third or lack thereof, quarterback. Like if if you're if you if if your argument, and I believe it has been, mm-hmm. is that Jimmy Garoppolo is at worst a middle tier quarterback, like right smack dab in the middle, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, somewhere around there. If you're ranking quarterbacks, that's where Jimmy Garoppolo is. To think, and he's a a, a backup, to think that his backup can step in and be 14th, 15th, or 16th is crazy. See, I, I just, I don't. <laughs> what, what was the kid's what, name who played for Dak Prescott for a minute? And it looked really Rush? cute for like two games. And then it wasn't anymore. And it was like, well, okay. Cooper Rush? Is that what, is that what That's who it was. Yeah. Is there a quarterback controversy? And then by the third game, it was like, no, there's not. There's very much not. I, I, I think, yo, that that was a big win for the 49ers and for the Dolphins. I don't know that that carries I, – I don't know how far that carries over. I really don't think it carries over into the postseason. Well, the other the thing about that, though, with, with Cooper Rush is, number one, I think Kyle Shanahan is a better coach than Mike McCarthy. That's um, You don't have to think that. That is a definitive factual <laughs> statement. So there's that. Um, also – the players around him are better now. CD is a is a baller. Pollard's a baller. Um, I like the tight end. It's not that the Cowboys don't have talent, but a couple of times it was it was, and I don't. You didn't see this a lot from Cooper Rush when he began to, began to struggle. A lot of times yesterday was, hey, putting you in shotgun. You get the ball, turn and look to your left, and throw it straight to the to your left. And we'll let Debo and, and McCaffrey do whatever. Damn near extended handoffs, right? It wasn't, and I think th- there'll be a lot of that, right? There'll be a lot of that. Or, you know, we'll scheme some stuff to get you some one-on-ones and things of that nature. Your point is 100% valid of, you know, him being able to do what Jimmy has accomplished and what he's been able to do in establishing this league is asking a lot. But it's still, it's not, it's not a lot. It's really not a lot. It's don't turn the ball over. We're going to do what we can to get you to third and three a lot of the times. 
and just make sure you don't flip the field. Like, make sure you don't give the defense a short field. It's really what it comes down to. They didn't ask. Is they didn't ask Jimmy to do a lot. I understand. Is he capable of doing more? Maybe. Maybe I don't know. I'm not, like I think Jimmy Garoppolo is a better player than than uh, than Brock Purdy, obviously. But like Jimmy could be Patrick Mahomes, but if they're only asking Patrick Mahomes to just throw to the side a couple times, hit a couple slants, I think and you're. Off, I think, like it, I think there are some is. things that you're discounting, though. What's time, pocket presence, like awareness, like Brock Purdy's probably going to get you know hit a couple of times mm-hmm. he's going to get hit more frequently than Jimmy Garoppolo does and what happens to his state of mind when he gets hit a couple of times mm-hmm. or does he get hit and drop the ball you, you know you you can say hey just don't turn the ball over don't put our defense in bad positions if he's able to have multiple games with zero turnovers if he's if he's able to show that he can protect the ball the 49ers are going to be in every game that they play as long as he doesn't turn the ball over and put that defense in bad position. I just don't think that's realistic. And also, technically, he had a turnover yesterday. He did. Yeah, he threw an interception <laughs> yesterday. And he still played, played uh, but the, but, well. the, but the, the 49ers, the, that, that defense grabbed, what, at least too late. They had four total. Yeah. but, but And the, the other thing about it is, is he going to turn the ball over? Absolutely. Like, Niners, five... Uh, I think there's another five. I think they'd have to win three. We're not saying the Niners are going to win 13 straight games. Brock mm-hmm. Birdie's going to have bad performances that are going to help lead the losses. The key for the 49ers and what they're trying to do is make sure he doesn't have like more than two that lead the losses to end this season and make sure he doesn't lead you to a loss for three straight games in the postseason. His – his job, and this is the other thing, his job is not to win 13 straight games. His job is to get you in the playoffs and then in the playoffs play clean games. Okay. And even then, if he turns the ball You're over, just, that's, that's not guaranteeing that. Uh, the, and the other reason, we didn't talk about the other reason why you feel so confident about this, or I feel so confident about this, is they have the best defense in football. This was a litmus test. Yeah, for, I don't feel confident me. about this. I... I, I I got I got in that defense. I'm not as confident in Brock Purdy as you are. And not because I don't think Brock Purdy can be like fine and and I'm not trying to disparage him. I'm just saying I just think it's naive to think he could just walk in and play mistake-free football. But he's not going to always play mistake-free football. He just what? needs to he just needs to not play mistake-free football at the right times. That's it. He's going to have a two turnover game or two. You know that that's that's going to happen. But if he has more non-turnover games than two turnover games, they'll be okay. It's not perfection we're looking for. It's good enough. <laughs> and that's what they asked Jimmy to give him, good enough. See, that's, that's, where, that's where you keep losing me. I'm, 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 I'm going to move on because I think we're going to just start getting repetitive. But, but that, will, that's where you keep losing me right there. But I, I will say this. Um that defense, I talked about how it was a bit of a litmus test for me. The weapons that Miami possess and what they're able to do on the offensive end. The defense at two and a half levels, I was like, yo, they're solid. 
I've, I still am to a certain degree, but I've always been worried about what would happen in that second cornerback spot without Emmanuel Mosley. If Emmanuel Mosley was here, I would think nobody's messing with this defense. Not one team in the league. But Emmanuel's not here. They've been trying to figure that out a little bit. But the way they played yesterday, especially after the way that game started off, and I know, like, if you ask Tua right now, I think in his heart of hearts, he would tell you, like, I wasn't I wasn't shook. I just airmailed some, some throws or whatever the case may be. You know, I, that's on me. Like, I need to play better. It wasn't anything that they did. I believe that's what he would say. But that's – there's a reason why you were a split second sooner on your throws. There's a reason why you were a split second off. And that reason is that defense. The reason is the defense. And I'm not going to give it all to, you know, just to it being shook, but – he knew what was coming. He knew, all right, if I hit, I don't have a lot of time. Sometimes he would make the the right pass, the correct pass, a good pass, and make it happen. There's other times when he's, I made that hitch. He's coming, and it was validated a couple times because he made the hitch. They came and got his ass. So he knew what was coming, and it just sped him up just a little bit, just a little bit. You don't have to be Jim Everett in the 1989 NFC Championship game where he literally saw 49ers ghost and fell and took a sack. It don't have to be that. But he sped them up just a little bit, just a little bit. That was enough. And that was with one of the best offenses in the game. Tampa Bay ain't doing that next week. I, 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 I don't disagree with that. But I'm going to – I'm gonna. I, did, I normally don't do this, but I feel like you and, and Cole G are saying the same thing. It's not hard to understand. The 49ers asked Jimmy to do very basic things. Very basic. Cole G, Kenny Caraway, here's what I don't think you hear me saying. I don't think Brock Purdy can do those very basic things. If he can, he wouldn't be a third-string quarterback. That's the point I'm trying to make. I understand what his assignment is. My question is his ability to do that assignment. That's perfectly fair. Perfectly Raiders perfect. grabbed their third straight win yesterday. I, I don't know what the hell to make of that. Raiders, like they, Raiders still live. They are. I looked at the schedule. They are. They better get something cooking before those 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 two weeks, those if, last two weeks of the season. If they were in the NFC, I would think nine and eight can get them in, so they'd have room for one loss. In the AFC, I think it's got to be ten and seven. I do. It really, how excited was Sarah Hodges yesterday? Uh, oh, she when was he got smile, her smile from ear to ear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sarah posted. Jake is a Chargers fan, isn't he? Because he no, said he oh, wasn't he? happy. I, he was like, he wasn't smiling. That's what yeah, he said. Uh, Raider post, post, uh, Sarah post Raider wins are, 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 are a lot of fun. Uh, Eagles and Cowboys win yesterday. The Giants and Washington oh football commander team. Tied. Come on, man. It's 2022. We still doing this? In one of the games, we said, nah, you might want to keep an eye on this. They tied. It's disgusting. It really is disgusting. I, don't, I, I mean, it's 2022. I don't understand how um, all these owners and the players and everybody in the, in the competition committee are just year after year okay with having ties being a possibility. This is – it's embarrassing. It really is. I'll say it. It's embarrassing for the league to have that stupid little one uh, on the right side of the column. 
it is dumb, but I don't get worked up about it anymore. It is what it is. Um, can you, okay. We got James joining us in, 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 at the top of the hour, we got Kings tickets coming up uh, at three twenty. What is this Kings trade that that's, that's, that's swimming around in your head? <laughs> Is this going to piss anyone off? It probably will. Should I leave? I don't think you have to leave. It probably will, though. Look, I'm not saying it happens. Uh, I'm not saying it should happen. I'm not saying it should happen. Mm-hmm. I just want to know what you and everybody thinks after watching that game last night, if they were able to. They were able to get that boy Zach Levine and what he could do with this team. Zach okay. Levine is a problem. And here's the only way that I would do it. And I don't it think it was that, basically Sacramento against Zach Levine last night. And Sacramento was struggling for a second. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Zach Levine well, was in. That's yeah. that, that Zach Levine was a problem. Now, here's the, the caveats I have to it Keegan Murray's not involved, so you're not getting a pick. Uh, Harrison Barnes isn't involved. So you're not getting him. Um, I'm thinking, and this isn't even good. I think if he was on the market, you would get better offers. I'm not. I'm just. I'm just oh, talking about oh, him. Oh, okay, I got but you. But I would say, you know, if they're gonna make a move like Rashawn Holmes, Alex Lynn, maybe a conditional something like that, you get off his money. But you really wouldn't be getting off his money because Rashawn Holmes still has two or three years left on his deal. Well, it's significantly less. But he it has is two years. This one that's significantly less than what Zach Levine makes. It though. is, but it doesn't free up your Chicago. Right, but, it wouldn't free right up there. your cap the way an expiring would. But I just right. thought about him, and I thought about like um, how I would do it is I'd probably move Keegan to the bench. I put Harrison at the four, and I kind of go three guard with Fox, Herder, and Levine. Monk coming off the bench, Terrence Davis coming off the bench, Dave Young. Now I know people are like Zach. He doesn't play the style of basketball. I, you know, I understand that, but isn't that like what you pay a coach for too? Like I know you play a certain way, Zach, but this is how we play, and I'm going to implement you into this and and bring out your strengths. So if you were to come here, it wouldn't be like, well, he just likes to dribble the ball out the whole time. Like no, he would act, get acclimated to how things are going. I don't know. It was just watching the game, and I was just thinking about it. Okay. Oh, no, Victor, you go away. <laughs> Victor wasn't a fan of the trade. <laughs> go Can tell me, go tell me on my show, terrible trade, please go away. No, Victor, you go away. <laughs> and it's weird how that worked because Victor is now gone. He, he is, in fact, gone away. <laughs> That's, uh, Victor, we hardly knew you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh sad day for victor um so I, I the only reason i find that trade like interesting is that i think Chicago's probably going to do something at some point um maybe not this year which is you know i don't think they're going to do something this year i think mm-hmm. they'll probably do it in the off season or before the next trade deadline i don't think they're going to give up on everything before February. Um, Some people would say they probably should. And they very well might. I mean, if things, it's not bad enough yet, but if it gets bad enough, oh, yeah. Like if I was a Bulls fan, Manny, 
Shout out. You man. get Michael Shout Jordan part sense. two if if you do <laughs> right. this right. Right. And I was in and I know the the prize is Victor, but I was uh me and Reese we were watching some Scoot uh highlights last night. Oh my gosh. Scoot. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Scoot Henderson is yeah. oh my goodness. Um but like if I'm the Bulls, I'm like, well, okay, say when we start playing a little better, what is that gonna do for us? Like nothing. Nothing. Yeah, it, it would have to be a like moving moving Zach Levine for expirings is an acknowledgement that we're we're done. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know I don't I don't know where where are they right now nine and fourteen. It's, it's not that far away. I mean, it's but, just. But once again, what you gonna do this to get to nine? Well, well what I mean is though, but. I mean, so is the idea like just get as bad as you can and hope the lottery balls bounce your way? Because you might not get to the bottom. I mean, San Antonio, I don't, San Antonio hasn't won a game in a very, very long time. And they don't plan on winning one anytime soon. And and Houston stinks. So I, I don't know. When was the last time San Antonio won a basketball game? Uh, November 11th. (laughs) Are you for real? Oh my god! Yeah, it's December fifth, and this is crazy. They beat Milwaukee. Oh my gosh! Come on, man! Come on! The <laughs> the San Antonio Spurs have won one basketball game since November second. Jeez, they've won one basketball game since November second. Damn. And it was against the Bucks by it was a one eleven to ninety three. Mm. Wow, got them good too. <laughs> it's crazy. I, I need to. I need like the story of and this I, game. Now, okay, so there's no no Giannis, mm-hmm. no Middleton, obviously. No Middleton. Yeah, I. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They, they Javon Carter led the team in scoring. Javon Carter actually like scores and starts, and it's crazy. I didn't, I did not even know that was how he was getting down, but yeah, he's doing that. But to to this whole thing, this was not a trade proposal. I was watching Zach Levine lose his mind and be unguardable last night, and I was like, damn, because everybody always talking about Kings got another deal to make. They got another, James will say it again today. If the Kings want to go to a to guaranteeing themselves, they got a deal they got to make. And I was like, damn, this guy may be available. I don't think they have the assets, the realistic assets, because I don't want to give up Harrison or Keegan or anything like that to get a Zach Levine. But Yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't do that if a team is trying to like if they make that move before February, they're doing it to stink. Yeah. That's why they're doing it. So they're they're not gonna have prime offers either. The question is could they get more expirings that didn't include a deal that had $20 million left on it or 20 and some they change? They probably left. could. I think if they look, for instance, I think if they talk to the Knicks, the Knicks might do yeah. a deal. Yeah. And give you we'll come back. Uh, I want to talk about De'Aaron Fox. We got call of the game coming up as well. Mm. Oh, I got my guess. I got my guess. Yes, yep. I, I know what it is. Mm. It involves Malik Monk. There's like three mm. possibilities, <laughs> but it involves Malik Monk. Uh, James Ham joins us. King's tickets on the way. Uh, it's Dilo and KC here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. D-Lo and KC.
Odyssey continues. Streaming live on the Odyssey app. It's a terrible uh, take. That's yeah, a bad one. You two, you, uh, some of our friends, some of some in the chatty house have had some bad takes today. Um, R.I.P. Victor. Like <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, I didn't even mean to block him. I meant to put him in timeout, but well, can't take <laughs> See, it back. So he's he's in there with the uh, with 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 all of our our friends that have six and nine in their <laughs> in their username. So talking to Kashi. It's going to be real tough to find Victor in that block list to get him out of there. Vic, we'll we'll, we'll see if we can rescue you after the show, man. It's going to be it's going to be tough, but we'll see if we can rescue you I after just the meant show. To put the man in timeout. I didn't mean to block him. <laughs> it's way funnier that you blocked them. It's, it's, it's way funnier. Uh, James Ham is going to join us in 10 minutes, and we've got uh, tickets uh, for when the Kings take on Washington. Um, it's going to be December 23rd. That's Right now, that's setting up to be the D'Lo family outing. Oh, I might have to pull they up. The, they want to see the beam. I might have to pull up, man. They want to see the beam. See if you see see if you can get a pass to come out the house and. I'm going to have to beg everyone I know for tickets because they really want to see that beam on <laughs> December 23rd. So we've got your tickets. Uh, you can come hang out with uh, us and the family. Uh, we'll have those for you coming up at 320. Uh, right now, we got the call. Tonight. I'm going, oh, man, pass to Fox, pass to Metu. I, it's it's the dunk. I'm, I'm going, it's, it's, it's a Malik Monk play. Mm. If you're not doing a Malik Monk play, you're, you're, you're thinking too far outside of the box. So it's a Malik Monk play, and I'm going to go, I'm going to go the dunk. I'm going to go the dunk. Anybody, Damien's going with the dunk. Anybody in the chat have any guesses? Anybody outside of Malik? Uh, Davion Mitchell had a nice little uh, layup in, in uh, transition that sent the crowd buzzing. Keegan Block. To Metu three, I thought that was a key block to a Metu dunk. That was pretty good in the fourth quarter. Oh, J- Davion chase down. Well, you know, I mean, is it the Davion block that he was called for a foul on? That was pretty. That was a pretty incredible. Or it was not really. Maybe it was more of like a strip. He, he did foul him though. Not on the yeah. strip. This the second yeah. reach in, he did foul him. I couldn't get up in arms about that one. Yeah. But within, without any further ado, today's call of the night brought to you by nobody. Absolutely no one. Kobe White, whose minutes have been reduced this year, they peeled him playing Monk. Showtime! Malik with an education in elevation. Oh, that's a good call. That's the right call. Yeah. Good call right by call. Mark too. Showtime, education and elevation. I thought the call for the. For, I, I I wondered if you were going to do the wrap around the fox. That was sick. Oh, that, that was, was such a great play. That was. Oh sick. my gosh, that dude is nice, bro. That he really is. is. Nice. Let's talk about De'Aaron though for a second. Mm-hmm. Mike spent um, a good deal of time in the press conference yesterday. Talk the, the the post game press conference after the win. By the way, the uh, Jesse Tapia uh, stat: Kings are six and one when De'Aaron scores seventeen or less. That number wow. continues to go up. Um, wow, that's crazy. Harrison with a good game again last night. Yeah, 15, wow. Fifteen or more. He once again gets a win. 
Two hours and 52 minutes in, we mentioned Harrison Barnes. And we weren't even planning on it. <laughs> we weren't. I, I want to talk about Keegan, but we could do that when when James joins us. Um, Mike was Mike was just adamant. Like, the amount of points that De'Aaron scores does not matter. Like, he is the tone setter for what this team does. And he just couldn't sing his praises enough about the well – balanced games that De'Aaron has been having, Mm -hmm. even though his scoring isn't what it was at the start of the season. And again, six and one when De'Aaron scores 17 or less. Right. No, he, I think he's playing really well. He's, he's, he's distributing the ball um, still in these games where, you know, he's not uh, scoring as much. And I agree with, with coach Brown. Like it doesn't, uh, I wish it tell the whole story. It doesn't Mm. tell the whole story. That was doc. That wasn't Mike Brown. (laughs) When uh, when De'Aaron, you know, doesn't score these, you know, outlandish numbers of points. I would say, though, I, I do want him to be a little bit more aggressive when he can. Like, I know he's been battling something and you know the illness and a little banged up or whatever the case may be. But I want to I want to see him be a little bit more aggressive. But to the whole dynamic of what Coach Brown is talking about, what De'Aaron has talked about, they're winning games. You know, whatever it's calling for to win the game that night, that's what you do. If it's calling for him to start to shoot the more shoot the ball more in the fourth quarter and be more aggressive, then that's what he'll need to do. But if they're if Sabonis is, you know, hot or they're running the offense through him or Malik is cooking and they need to feed him and that's what's gonna get them to win, he seems to be all for it. And that's cool. That's cause that's all that matters is winning. I said that all summer. Only thing that matters is winning. That's it here in Sacramento this year. You know who I'd like to be more aggressive is Devonta Sabonis. Man's had a triple-double yesterday with 11, 17, and 10, and he was 2 of 4. That's crazy. That's crazy. It's crazy that he only took four shots, right? Like 2 of 4. Like that Devonta is Sabonis crazy. Taking four shots. Come on now. You got to get him some more looks. But once again, I mean, they had a guy cooking. And Malik Monk, and they they were making that work. Now I don't think they would have fallen off a cliff if they would have gave uh, Demontis a couple more post touches. <laughs> like the game wouldn't have gone to hell in a handbasket if he would have shot the ball seven times as opposed to four. But you know that that's a that's a great um, shot, sign of what this team is about. No egos with this squad. No egos whatsoever. They just. They just do what have, they have to do to win. And, you know, it shows on the court. It shows in the joy and the togetherness that they have playing with each other. And right now it's shown in the win column. It won eight of nine at home. You know that makes me happy. That and the free throws That's what you were screaming. really makes me happy. Man, that they did uh, Sabonis's number last night too. Almost the exact same stat that we did with the Kings when uh, was it the Clippers? Yeah, they, when they shot fifty-seven mm-hmm. percent, and then we looked at the game since it'd been like eighty-one, and there was the game where uh, Sabonis missed like eight free throws, seven or eight free throws. Yeah, and he's been like eighty-something percent since that game. Man, he's been really good at the line, and I remember a lot of people were questioning. Uh, and you know the oh, we saw him working with lethal shooter, and he can't even hit anything. 
it seems like his three-point shot is continuing to get better and better and more and more pure. He He's playing great, which is all the more reason why we want to see him shoot the ball more than four times. <laughs> yeah. It, it, and, and, and then I, I, I see Mary Pierce. Like, it, Sabonis does whatever is needed. And that's facts. Like, he – he if De'Aaron – you know, Mike Brown says, you know, De'Aaron sets the tone for the game. If De'Aaron sets the tone for the game, Devonta Sabonis, like, really just gets a feel for, okay, what what am I needed for today? Uh, do I need to be aggressive at the basket, which we've seen him do? Uh, do I need to be a facilitator, which 10 assists we saw him do? Bro, you know who had a rough night was the scorer's table. <laughs> Malik Monk had like four steals or five steals at one point and somehow finished the game with like two. (laughs) I was positive Sabonis ended the game one assist short of a triple-double. And then I checked uh, to to, to put together a a, a graphic and saw that he had gotten it. He he had got – I don't know if he got the – I don't know if the assist for light and the beam went went to him. I'm not (laughs) – the, the scores table, boy, they were doing some reviewing after that game and making some changes. Yeah, they made some major changes. How you go? How you go from five to two steals? <laughs> like, what? That's the one I couldn't figure out. How does that I, like, I started thinking that was just a typo. Like they messed up and didn't realize they had put like that just must have been a typo. Well, you know, got to get it. Got to get it right though, man. They're dedicated to getting it right. Uh, James Hamm is going to join us here in a heartbeat. Before he does, I want to play this. This is De'Aaron Fox talking about the contributions of everyone. How nice is it that you have sort of these guys in the second unit that are finding their niche with the team, Davion, the defensive side, Casey, even Trey Lyles and Shemezi, uh, not just the big score guys, but the guys that are doing the other stuff? Yeah, I mean, I feel like, um, I mean, that's what makes a team. You know, it's not always only about, you know, the best two, three guys on the team. Um, whenever you have guys that come in and, you know, guys haven't played for a while and they come in, and they know exactly what they need to do. Um, I mean, that's part of just being a professional. You know, you don't go out and you don't play outside of yourself. You, you go in there, uh, you do what you know you can do. Uh, you do what the coach is asking you to do and you do what the players expect you to do. Appreciate it. Aaron Fox um, talking about the contributions everyone is making uh, when the Sacramento Kings take the floor. Hey man, this team, this team plays for each other, man. They really do. They really do. And it, it, it is, it is obviously led to wins, but it, it feeds this entire fan base. Like somebody was in the chat earlier, just the simple, uh, where is it at? I wish I could have it. I can't find it, but they were just saying, I love this team. I love this team. How many times have we heard that over the last month? I love this team. It's not just the winning. It's the way they play. It's the way they play together. It's the joy that they play with each other. Now, look, you could say all that is because of winning. Like, they wouldn't have no joy, and we wouldn't love this team if they were, you know, the same record as the Houston Rockets. And I get all that. But they go hand in hand, right? Like, they're having joy because they're winning. They're winning because they're having joy playing. Mm -hmm. Like they, the chicken and the egg, right? Like which which comes first, and they're they're intertwined with each other, man. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 